Hi friends! Welcome back to Just Stories. This is the start of Season 2 Just Stories podcast. We're so glad you've returned. Today we're going to talk with our own host, Mark Fazek. He's going to share some unexpected but pivotal moments, little snapshots that impacted his life and led to a podcast. Listen in. Hello and welcome to Just Stories. We share inspiring stories of real people leading lives impacted by social justice, advocacy, and service. Here, how our guests have used their experiences to make a difference in the lives of others. And remember, it's all about the story, theirs and yours. Just Stories. Hello, everyone. Thank you for waiting for us because we have been on a hiatus and we've been enjoying ourselves during summer and early fall. And we're right back in our chairs and listening along to each other and to you. And I think some people want to know, hey, who's behind these microphones? Uh, Who are the hosts of our podcast, Just Stories? So um, today we have a special treat for you. Another one. Uh, We're just going to get to know Mark. Basic. Hey, Mark. Welcome back. Cheryl, it's good to be here. Jean, good to be here. How have you guys been doing over the past uh, few months being off for a little bit? It's been a good summer, but it's fun to get back in it. Yeah, it made, made the best of my summer. I had lots and lots of trips. Jean, you were all over the map. I mean, we kept, <laughs> we kept track of you. you. You had a good summer. That's right. I should have worn, like for the summer, I should have worn like a red and white striped shirt. Like where's Waldo? Like Uh, where's Jean? That's (laughs) right. Almost almost every 10 days I was someplace else. Because those of you who might not know, I'm a high school English teacher. And boy, it has been a really rough time. And I just needed to literally and figuratively get out of town. But I always came back. But I needed to like go back to the well, rejuvenate, go see the ocean, go see family, go see friends. Um, and just be a little bit, but then I always came home, just puttered around the house and stuff like that. But, but yeah, I did a lot of traveling and you two did your share of traveling and things like that too, right? A little bit. I got up to the Northwoods and we did a excursion over to Mackinac Island. Uh, so that, that was good. So it was good to have some family time together, you know, of course. How about you, Cheryl? Agreed. It's been a good, it was a nice, it was a nice summer and we still have a few trips planned this year. So actually going to Arizona in a couple of weeks. So right. looking forward to that. Nice. And, and we think we're thinking about this summer, but we're already in October as we record today. And so we're in fall weather and um, fall trips and um, yeah, it's, it's been a good fall too, though. So nice to get out and do some running today and enjoy this crisp air. For sure. Well, let me give you guys who are listening a little more info about Mark, because you've heard him on our podcast, but um, in little bits and pieces, but let me give you a little bit more. So Mark is a physical therapist and a Just Stories host. He attended the University of Illinois at Urbana and graduated from the UIC campus with his degree in physical therapy. He pursued an advanced degree in PT and is a board certified neurologic specialist. And Gene, I was blessed to work with Mark for many years, and he's a really smart guy and a very skilled physical therapist. Um, 
He has, was fortunate to have the opportunity to attend Trinity International University and receive a certificate in biblical studies. Um, faith has been integral through his life and Mark has been involved in leadership in various capacities and cultivating the faith community. His faith is really important to him and I'm sure you've heard that in his voice. He lives in his hometown, is married to his lovely wife, Emily, and together they are raising three kids. His soul is fed by the outdoors. So whenever he gets a chance, you'll find Mark hiking, kayaking, or working in the yard. Welcome, Mark, to the other side of the mic. It's good to be here. Thank you for the nice introduction. Oh, yes. Well, I was I was very blessed to work with you for so many years. So it was a, it was a good fit. And now you're on to more other exciting things. So... Right. Wish, yeah. I'm wishing the best on that. Thank you so much. Yeah. And it's been, uh, you know, it's a pleasure working with you for, for a long time. And I still remember um, many years ago uh, asking you, oh, where'd you go to church, Cheryl? And you, you mentioned uh, wh where you went to church and uh, we got to know each other uh, a bit over the course of time and, and a lot more in the last few years too. So Absolutely. Well, hey, you know, resuming our podcast got me thinking about how this all started with kind of renewed connections and Mark's enjoyment of like of small group interactions. Hey Mark, can you share how some seemingly small moments kind of brought us together in our group and into our podcast? Sure. Yeah, I I, I sure can. I'd be delighted to. Um, you know, when I think back over time, I think in terms of snapshots or, or, or mini stories. And you know, oftentimes those snapshots in our lives are, you know, big ones that are anticipated, like our wedding day or the birth of a child. And you know that's going to happen and it's seared into your memory. But then there is these snapshots that are unexpected, uh, that you didn't realize were going to come your way. And nonetheless, they were pivotal in your life. And looking back, you can say, wow, that's a moment I wasn't expecting, but it was a, a, a pivotal moment in my life. And I, I'll share a, one or two of those tonight with you. Um, the backdrop on the first one was my, uh, actually mine and my wife's relationship with Jean, who we knew at church for several years. Um, we'd been acquaintances with Eugene uh, at church for, for a while, um, kind of church friends. We got together a little bit after, you know, and talked and chatted, but we didn't get together too much outside of church. And, and um, once after a little while, you'd been away and, you know, our level of relationship wasn't that we were going out to find out what happened to Jean at that point in time. Um, and it wasn't until you came back a couple of years later that were like, Gene, hey, I turned around after church one day and you were there and um, gave you a big hug and um, said, what you been up to? And this was, you know, a couple of years I hadn't seen you. Um, you filled me in a little bit and Emily and then uh, what you've been up to over the last little bit of time. And you said, but you know, this is, this is really church home for me. This is where we belong. And um, this is where I'm going to make my home. But Mark, I need a group. I need a group to be connected. And uh, so I said, well, Gene, you know, this church doesn't have a lot of groups like that, small groups. There's a lot of different things to do in our church. It's a wonderful place, but there's not like a lot of small groups like that. But we can always make one. Why not? <laughs> and uh, so uh, from that, uh, we, we thought about, well, what could we do about getting Gene a group? So that was really the... Um, the moment in time that I remember is having that conversation with Eugene in the, in the church lobby about, well, how do we find Gene group to, to, to help make this connection a little bit stronger here? Do you remember that, Gene? I do. And it was like another time in my life where I needed a red and white striped shirt, like, where's Waldo? Where's Gene? 
you yeah. know, like, and at the time I was, it was a really busy time. Like, I, I feel like I've never had a non-busy time in my life, but this was like <laughs> uber, uber busy time in my life. Yeah. And I was just trying to, you know, connect and ground myself, ground myself with, for my kids. I, you know, I'm a single yeah. mom and trying to figure out like where we should be going. I was doing some church shopping, um, so to say, and I was just trying to find different places to worship and worship in a way that I felt comfortable and where my kids felt comfortable. Mm -hmm. And we've always gone um, to our church before, but then there was a time for change for some, for some reason I felt like I needed a change. And then, you know, um, I just came right back. I came right back. You know, it wasn't just for me. Right. I mean, I think, yes, I wanted a group to anchor myself in, but also I thought maybe it would be something that all of us could share in because um, yeah. not, not, not just the group for me, but I was in search of a group to anchor myself um, in a small group setting. And so, yeah, so here we are. Yeah. So um, you're right. It wasn't a group just for you. I like to, I like to say that, but um, I'd been, you know, involved with small groups my whole life and it'd been 10 years really that I had had a break from small groups uh, and uh, I was looking and kind of itching to get together with people at a, a little bit of a deeper level. And so uh, during that time, we essentially, uh, I had had some background in leading small groups. And I essentially handpicked a few of my favorite people in church and people that I knew that would uh, appreciate uh, getting together and um, might be willing to do so. So we we started meeting during that, that time and um, formed a, a neat little group that still meets today. But um, if I can go into the kind of the next snapshot in my 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 um, my mind's eye yeah. um, uh, with regard to just stories, because um, this group was integral in just stories. And, you know, as we met, it became um, 2019, 2020 and a tough time for the nation. Really, it was a, it was a, it was a time that we all remember. It wasn't that long ago, of course, and it's still percolating today when Breonna Taylor was shot. Uh, and then George Floyd was shot, and it seemed like the country was on fire. Minneapolis, um, Chicago, Seattle, riots. Um, literally, the, the country was on fire. And um, uh, we were in the midst of a time when people were sort of picking sides, and we were discovering more and more about, you know, um, what people's emotions and feelings were about uh, these things. And our the political powers of the day, too, um, didn't seem to help unify. In fact, they fomented more division, it seemed like. Um, the idea of, you know, black black lives matter, but blue lives matter as well. And of course, many of us are saying, well, they all matter, right? <laughs> and they're, they're all important. But um, um, even the Facebook experience, if you remember, if you're, you guys are on Facebook, right? And most of our listeners yeah. are probably on Facebook. And during that time, do you remember you, you you discovered what your cousins, if they were leading left or leading right, you know, or, or all your friends. And there was so much um, conversation on Facebook um, uh, and messaging put out and and photos and everything regarding uh, just these these divisions in our nation. Um, and now Facebook's kind of calmed down a, a little bit more. Um, but anyway, um, it was during that time that our small group was meeting. And uh, we were talking about the Bible, too. And we were in Philippians and talking about what does it mean to be a, a shining star in the universe. Um, what does it mean to be a beacon of light? I remember Kathy uh, sharing mm -hmm. that that phrase, beacon of light, and and talking through, um, you know, what our roles are in in the world a little bit. And so we were talking about these things. We watched a video together 
America to Me. Gene, was that the name of the uh, the documentary we watched? I believe America to Me. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. And that's a that's a documentary about uh, school in the in the Chicagoland area that um, had a, uh, some racial uh, division. And and so it was in the midst of that time we were sitting on the patio, and the snapshot is basically talking through these things. And Gene saying, you know, but there are so many good stories that need to be told about social justice. Um, we are hearing all the challenges and the riots and the and the, the negativism about it, but there are so many people doing good work and good stories to be told. And it wouldn't it be great to get some of those stories out there? And that was really, once again, Gene being the instigating factor here um, <laughs> with with something that you uh, you you spoke, um, and uh, that conversation continued from there. Yeah, and I remember like it wasn't that. I wanted to downplay what was happening because what was happening was terrible and was horrendous um and and the news the media was just talking up about the negativity but yes like there are small pockets of people and communities who are trying to uplift um during that time and stand up and um face challenges and advocate and educate uh during this time or during that time and and even currently so yeah tell the unsung heroes is what i was referring to like there's in this in this plight of history current history there are so many unsung heroes uh that should be spotlighted um because uh they deserve it i remember that night that day oh, sorry that day and you guys talking about stories and what people are doing and i i think i was like it sounds like a podcast you could do a podcast on stories i don't want i think mark was like what exactly is a podcast and i was like well i have a podcast i i, I could help you start it that's about the technology start yeah. and and it went from there and I think you were driving then, Mark, and your brain went on fire about ideas. Yeah. Tell us yeah. about that. Yeah, right. So I um, take trips up to the North Woods every year, uh, multiple times. And uh, this was one of those trips. And my wife was next to me. And as oftentimes, she's snoozing. And, you know, when I drive, um, sometimes I listen to music. Uh, but oftentimes, I just keep it down. And I, I get some of my best thinking done when I'm driving. And uh, this was one of those times. And we've been talking as a small group about these things and thinking about, well, maybe we could do some sort of Facebook event or some sort of panel or then podcast and thank God for Cheryl because she's been the tech, tech, tech guru behind this. Um, but as I was driving, I started thinking about, well, who would we have on, you know? And I, th I thought, well, you know what? That's right. Cousin John works in Haiti with people. And then, oh, and that's right. My friend Tammy, she would be great. And then, of course, Tony, uh, Tony Gatewood does uh, great social justice work in his campus ministry. Oh, and then we can't forget Kathy, who does Asian American social justice. Uh, and she's she does, you know, has done Christian work and now she's she's doing um, more activism. And so as I started thinking about these names and then, of course, we can't forget some of the great pillars of our church, too, like Marilyn and Kathy and Janet and and um, John Allen, who um John Allen, who was at Selma, for goodness sake. And so as I started thinking about these names, and I've just thrown out a bunch of the guests that if you've been listening to our podcast, you might recognize a few of those names. Um, I came up with like, I can't remember if it was 12 or 15 names. 
And I thought to myself as I'm driving in, in the middle of Wisconsin, my goodness, I didn't realize I knew so many great people. I didn't realize that I had so many people that were impacting the world in such a, a great and tremendous way that I knew. And um, that was it was a neat, neat kind of uh, realization for me. And it was also neat to realize, hey, we can do this. We've got we've got people that we can um, get on and uh, and and have them tell their stories. Um, so that was that was that snapshot. It's just that drive and realizing how many. And I knew that Jean had about the same number of people in her back pocket as well because she's uh, Jean. You've worked with a number of people um, yes. at your school as well, right? Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so that was that was that uh, that's that snapshot. I love how you guys, um, you know, just both have people and have really paid attention to this and just that social justice side, because um, I'm just I'm just impressed by it because I realized I didn't quite have that same connection. It probably was not the thing that I was so in tune to. But I have to say, doing this podcast with you guys now, my eyes and my ears are so much more open um, that to just hearing and noticing people's stories and um, just starting to be more aware of it. So I've I've really learned a lot by being part of this podcast and really appreciate that side of it. That wasn't where I leaned towards. I'd hear people doing service and stuff, but now to just be more in tune to that social, the social advocacy and just justice side of it. So I, I appreciate that. I'll um, speak for myself and not not for Eugene, of course, but uh, I had myself no major experiences or leanings towards the social justice ministries or roles or or that. Um, it, it was really melded through this this time and the small group. And so I'm by no means any kind of see myself as any kind of leader in, in that realm. Um, it's just been something that's melded through this this uh, little podcast that we're doing. So I've I've learned a ton and I, I, I've not learned that much. I have a, a ton more to learn, I'm sure. Um, but I've, I've grown a lot myself in, in that way. So I just want to ask, like, so you said you had some snapshots and like, did we finish the photo album? Is there one more snapshot you'd like to share with us? Oh, thanks. Well, um, yeah, perhaps um, when we think about uh, um, going back in our lives and the things that impacted us, um, you, you know, uh, I've talked about small group and um, my um, history or background of leading small groups. And also just this notion of having an awareness of social awareness. And it was in the summer of uh, 89, really, that I was um, transitioning between two schools. I was going from U of I downstate to the PT school at UIC. And in the midst of that uh, summer, I had the opportunity to go to, go to the Philippines. And uh, I'm gonna share two quick snapshots of that summer. They really were back to back. And uh, during that summer in the Philippines, I was there for about eight weeks and uh, working with uh, a campus ministry that uh, teamed us up with uh, local churches. And I was working with uh, a gal named Ate Daki. Uh, Ate means uh, auntie in Tagalog. And uh, Ate Daki was my, uh, I was, her right-hand man, I guess. And we stayed in touch for many years afterwards, actually. But I was at a number of different places and um, um, events and things. And I do remember one time I was at some little party and there were a number of people there and a lot of children. 
And I, I distinctly remember um, one little girl with a, a floral printed dress, cute as a button, and she must have been eight years old or something like that. Uh, straight black hair, um, missing some teeth, and a cutest smile in the world. Um, and I, as you can tell, I, I'm still seeing her face in my mind. And at, at the time, I was thinking, I wonder what your life will be like. You know, you're living here in Olongapo City in the Philippines. Uh, you're going to have a very different life than I have. Your um, resources and opportunities will be very different than mine. Um, she was obviously very poor. And um, I was grateful that the church was playing a role in their lives. But I was also um, having a moment or mo many moments during that time that got me out of my bubble, right? Out of my world mm -hmm. to realize it's a really big world out there. And there's a, a lot of people um, who live very different lives than I do um, in different cultures, of course, but also different opportunities. And, um, and so as you come home, you have sometimes a little reverse culture shock. And, um, um, and I've also heard people refer to experiences like that as being born again, again. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, some of us know that uh, coming to faith moment uh, that some people have is a born again moment. And, but then coming to understanding, uh, some are deeper realities of our world and of, of the need for service or social justice in the world. Uh, sometimes it's like being born again, again. Uh, so right after that trip, literally probably a couple of weeks, um, I was getting ready for, for my new school at UIC. Um, and I got a phone call. Um, I was in my bedroom at my folks' house and my mom said, there's somebody named Shannon, a man named Shannon on the phone. I said, who names their kids Shannon and his what's his, <laughs> his last name? What's his last name? Marion. So is it, it's a man on the phone wanting to talk to me with two girls' names, Shannon Marion. And if he's listening to this, I love you, Shannon Marion. And he's um, he was a university staff worker, and um, he was calling because he knew that I was going to be coming to campus. He knew I'd been involved with ministry down at UI, U of I in Champaign, and he was inviting me into um, the campus ministry there and specifically into some leadership there in the campus ministry. I had been a small group leader um, for one year down in Urbana. And um, he evidently someone had told uh, told him that I was on my way and I might be of some use to the, the ministry there. So um, uh, he said, you know, I could really use someone to help with coordinating small groups at UIC. And I said, let me think about that. And so I, I do remember that phone call. Uh, again, a little snapshot that I hadn't thought about for a while, an unexpected thing that was pivotal in my life. Uh, again, those unexpected pivotal snapshots that um, from from that point forward, I became a small, small group coordinator for UIC. Uh, after I graduated, I was at a church uh, um, in Glenview. And a few years after that, I became the small group coordinator of ministries, of small group ministries at the church. And I had played that role for 10 or 15 years. Um, and then, um, lo and behold, I found my way over to our savers and started leading the small group eventually too. So small group has been, been a little bit in my, in my blood and, um, it all goes back in some ways to that interaction I had with, uh, this fella, Shannon Marion, who's now continuing to work, do great work with InterVarsity Christian Fellowship, um, and is in a, in a leadership role there. So, um, yeah, that, those are just a couple snapshots, again, giving some insight as to my, um, influences on social, uh, the social needs of the world, and also um, the um, opportunity that small groups gives us to connect at a little deeper level with one another, 
and uh, and with God. That's a little bit about my my faith background, Gene. Uh, thanks thanks for asking. Sure thing. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, how your interest in small groups has gone kind of in circles and um, brought us all together, which I really appreciate. And then um, moving us forward and getting to do the podcasts. It's so nice to be back with the two of you. It's so good to be back at it and hear your voices and and your ideas and yay, just stories, we're back. I'm excited to find out who we've got lined up. We've got a few, we've got a few other um, really great individuals lined up. Thanks for humoring uh, me by having me on or thanks for putting up with me today as a uh, as your storyteller, um, but we've got some really fabulous storytellers coming up, and uh, I think the next few weeks we'll be hearing some some good stories. Not only good stories, they're just stories. <laughs> All right, everybody. So thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. And that wraps up this episode of Just Stories. We hope you've enjoyed this time and you'll join us again. Just Stories is a partnership with Our Savior's Lutheran Church, an ELCA member church, where all are welcome and we join in God's reconciling work, which prioritizes disenfranchised, vulnerable, and displaced people in our communities and the world. Your hosts are people of Christian faith, and we recognize that God works through many vehicles, including those of differing faith or of no faith. Our guests may or may not be members of Our Savior's Lutheran Church. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend and please subscribe. Tune in next time for more of Just Stories.